from Nashville, Tennessee, welcome to episode 26 of Spotlighting the Indie Author. Today, Joseph will be reviewing the sci-fi novel, Moon People, The Journals of Lordia, written by Dixon Troyer. Dixon was the guest in last week's author chat show. He and Joseph discussed the novel and some of the conspiracy theories woven throughout the tale. You can find a link to the author chat with Dixon Troyer in the show notes. I'm Kelly Winkler, announcer for today's show. Now to Joseph. Thank you, Kelly, and hello, Earthlings. I'm Joseph Clay, and welcome to the podcast that shines the light on needy authors with book reviews and interviews with a dab of writing wisdom tossed in. Hi, gang. I'm Nina Turnipseed. I will be assisting Joseph in today's show. As I mentioned in last week's show, I love conspiracy theories. Will my love for them translate to a high star rating for Moon People, the journals of Lordia, or, since I am such a big fan, Will the book let me down? We'll find that out a little later in the show. But first, here's Kelly with some more on Dixon Troyer. Dixon Troyer grew up in Nampa, Idaho, working on farms topping corn, harvesting mint, cattle ranching, and various other summer jobs. He graduated from Brigham Young University with honors in zoology, chemistry, and was a member of the intercollegiate rodeo team. For two decades, he worked in television, where he produced, directed, and wrote for over 400 aired episodes. Troyer is currently VP of Operations of a boutique gym and a Krav Maga instructor in Southern California. Moon People, The Journals of Lordia, Troyer's first book, was an instant hit, becoming a number one bestseller on Amazon. Thank you, Kelly. The link to Dixon Troyer's Amazon bio can be found in the show notes. A link to Dixon spotlighting the indie author, special guest page, will also be in the show notes. There you will find Dixon's bio links to his website and social media accounts, along with an email address. Moon People, the journals of Laudia is listed in the genre of literature and fiction, science fiction. Subcategories, first contact science fiction, alien invasion science fiction, and mythology and folk tales. Moon People, the journals of Laudia was published by Abundant Press in July of 2020. The book is available in ebook format, file size, 720 kilobytes, for $2.99. The paperback format measures 6 inches by 9 inches and contains 355 pages, for $19.95. Those prices were current at date of this recording. Of course, if you are an Amazon Prime member, or have a Kindle Unlimited membership those prices may differ. Back to you Kelly for the book blurb of The Moon People, The Journals of Lordia. Lordia knows the real truth about the history of Earth, from the origin of the moon, to Adam and Eve, Noah's Ark, the birth of Christ, and the first moon landing. Why? Because he was responsible for most of it. In this novel, You will learn the true history of Earth, from the time when he first came from the planet Heotharn to mine gold on Earth 4,061 years ago. The last time Luna saw her father, she was five years old when he mysteriously disappeared. She grew up in foster homes, where she learned to pick pockets, the bait and switch, and run the shell game. 
20-some years later, while burglarizing a home, she accidentally reunites with him in an awkward reunion. Will Lordia tell Luna the truth of who she truly is? Will he be able to stop the people who he came here with from taking the moonship back to Haophon, thus destroying all he has created? Join us for a romping grand journey through conspiracy theories and creation myths. If satire is your candy, you won't want to miss out on the perilous tales of Lordia and Luna. Thank you, Kelly. Moon People, The Journals of Lordia by Dixon Troyer is a book not only packed with conspiracy theories, but an Easter egg as well. You combine those two things, along with the humor and excellent storyline, you get a book that's a joy to read. Hey, let Dixon explain what an Easter egg is. For those who do not know, Soundbite from episode 25, author chat with Dixon Troyer. Tell the listeners about the hidden Easter egg and what should they do if they find one in the book. Um, okay, so for those of you that don't know what an Easter egg in a novel is, it is a hidden something all the way through the book. So what is that? So inside the book, I have a hidden something that is all the way through the book that's connected to each other. So um, if you figure out what that Easter egg is, go to moonpeoplebook.com, and I have an email there. And email me what you think the Easter egg is, and I will answer you back uh, with a yay or a nay. End of soundbite. I, too, enjoyed trying to figure out what the Easter egg was. This was a fun read from start to finish. Some of the humor is straightforward, while some of it is a bit underhanded. You can even get a chuckle from some of the chapter titles, like WTF, Size Does Matter, and You're Fired. There were a few hiccups that made me cringe. I'll get to that in the next segment. I like Dixon's writing style and the way he broke the book up in parts, for to be exact. Each part covers a certain phase of the book. I would like to remind everyone hearing my voice that this book is about Lordaya and his daughter Luna. Lordaya, for Luna's own safety, had to abandon his daughter when she was only five years old. By chance, they meet again 20 years later. I don't want to give anything away, but the scene where Luna freezes when she spots a picture of her five-year-old self on a desk is masterfully done. Oh, did I mention? The freaking house that she is in, which is not hers, is on fire? That scene is a linchpin that sets the story in motion. In order to once again protect Luna, now a rebellious young woman with abandonment issues, Lordaya kidnaps her, and off to the moon they go. I like the transformation that Luna goes through from the time she spots that picture of her and her papa on the desk till the end of the book. Yes, Dixon did a good job with her character development. I couldn't help but giggle when Lordaya told her Henry was really her brother. I'm not going to tell you who Henry is, but once you figure that out, you will see the humor. Her reply back to Lordaya is just as priceless. Even the chapters that contain some of the conspiracy theories will make you smile. For instance, E-Den, short for Earth Den, with all its beautiful vegetation, is strewn with metal wire. The metal wire is being used as a clothesline. The clotheslines contain hundreds of drying diapers. Those diapers belong to the many, many atoms that are in the E-Den. Lordaya even has an atom strapped to his chest as he hangs wet diapers, 
while trying not to drip water on the baby, Adam. I remember that chapter. I believe one of my favorite characters is in it. Who would that be? Well, since I'm a book and art critic, Leonardo. Who are some of your favorite characters? Moon People, the journals of Lordaya, is packed with great cast of characters who will keep the reader entertained. Luna was my favorite, and then Major Thomas. Hey, did we ever figure out whose shirt he was wearing? Nina, great clue to where Major Thomas originated from. My most favorite character was Lordaya, then Leonardo, followed closely by Henry. I highly recommend this book to anyone who's looking for an escape, the conspiracy theorist and or satire. The back of the book states, if satire is your candy, you won't want to miss out on the perilous tales of Lordaya and Luna. That statement holds true. I agree, and this book is for all, and a must-read for the sci-fi fan. I would like to add, potential readers should not be scared off by the number of chapters, 92, that are in the book. The first 30 are covered in 97 pages. That averages just over three pages per chapter. That's a great point. Forget the number of chapters. They are short. Plus, once you start reading, the story will move at a good steady pace with not many slow spots. We have mentioned the humor and conspiracy theories found in the novel, but this book also has some action and suspense tossed in. After all, the tale does deal with the Lord and the devil. That's all true. You and I read the book in a day. I had to take a break to answer some emails, but I do think you read it in one sitting. I did, which surprised me as sci-fi is not my favorite genre. Joseph and I will be right back to award Moon People, the Journals of Lordaya by Dixon Troyer, some stars. Welcome to From a Publisher's Perspective, brought to you by Thunderhorse Publishing, an indie author's best friend. Featuring indie author book reviews, writing tips, and publishing services. A link to their website can be found in the show notes. Now to the hosts of From a Publisher's Perspective, Joseph and Nina. The cover art for this novel is simple, but effective, and masterfully ties to the story, along with being professionally done. The colors blend well together, depicting a full moon and a starlit night. I like the way the UFO eliminates the green grass. I give the front cover two thumbs up. Now to the back cover. The back cover contains only the blurb for Moon People, the journals of Lord Daya. That is acceptable and looks good, as the blurb nicely fills the back cover. I thought the addition of a facsimile of Dixon Troyer's printed signature was a great touch. The blurb itself contains 193 words. That's only 43 words over the ideal blurb length, which is 150 words. The rest of the book blurb meets the ideal book blurb criteria to a T. I give the back cover two thumbs up. Dixon Charlie did an excellent job creating the main and secondary characters. The characters are unique in their looks, attitude, and dialogue. The names the author assigned to each fits that character, which also ties into the story. I asked Dixon about how he chose the names for the characters in our author chat. Here's his answer. Soundbite from episode 25, author chat with Dixon Troyer. The characters in this book are strong and unique. I love their names, as some tie to the title of the book. Tell us your thought process in creating Lordi. 
and Luna, and how did you select their names? I made sure every name had an anchor to it. It's really basic storytelling. You have to have a protagonist and an antagonist. So I do have the Lord and the devil in this book. Uh, Lord Aya is the Lord. He makes people in his image. Exactly. Apollyon is his brother. Apollyon, I don't know if you caught this, but he's actually another name for the devil. Mm -hmm. uh, he's actually known as the angel of the bottomless pit in the book of Revelation. So, I mean, that's his name. So that name is definitely something I researched and I found. And of course, the devil has many names. I just thought that was a good, fun, strong name that someone had to catch or research to do that. Um, Luna, it has to do with moon people. I just named her after that. So she is named after the moon. End of soundbite. I give character development two thumbs up. For a first-time author, Dixon Troyer paid attention to the formatting. This book is in a traditional format with only one glaring mistake. The pages do not contain the author's name or book title at the top of alternating pages. This was not solely the author's fault, but the formatters. However, the author is responsible for the final product. Great-looking interior, Dixon, and I give formatting two thumbs up. I agree with the thumbs up, but one thing that bothered me about the formatting, the dialogue was in italics. If you put dialogue in italics, how do you convey thoughts? Now to the big two, storyline, plot, and editing. As mentioned, Moon People, the Journals of Lordia, is filled with conspiracy theories. These theories are not just haphazardly tossed in the book. They're intertwined with precision and become part of the story. As far as holes in the storyline... They were not any major ones, and the ones that were there didn't take away from the story or confuse the reader to the point they put the book down. All the reader, if they even caught it, would do is say, that won't work, and move on. Like Nina stated, this is Dixon Troyer's first novel, and I'll admit that I was surprised that I didn't find any major problems. I give a storyline and plot two thumbs up. It's a good thing Moon People, the Journals of Lordaya, was well written, or I would have put it down before finishing it, as the poor editing turned me off right away. Moon People, the Journals of Lordaya, could have used one more editing round from a professional editor. I give editing one thumbs down. The editing disappointed me also, and that brings us to this segment's writing tip for indie authors. It's okay to ask and have friends, family, and beta readers edit the manuscript. But before the book is published, have a professional look the manuscript over. A professional will catch bad sentence structure, misspelled words, plot and character issues, and more. Moon People, the Journals of Lordia, is an Amazon sci-fi bestseller, so the excellent story outweighed the lack of editing. That doesn't always happen. I know it ain't cheap, but please don't cut corners. Pay a professional proofreader, editor, to make at least the last pass before publishing. Remember, as the author, it's your reputation that's on the line, no one else's. Now to awarding the stars to Moon People, The Journals of Laudia, by Dixon Troyer. I would say that Dixon Troyer's first attempt at writing a novel was a success. Sure, there were some issues with editing, and some may find the book sacrilegious. But the facts are 
Moon People, the Journals of Lordaya, is an Amazon sci-fi bestseller. A great tale to read for an escape, while at the same time making you think and chuckle at the humor found throughout the book. I award Moon People, the Journals of Lordaya, 4.5 stars out of 5. I agree, Dina. Dixie did an excellent job with his first novel. As I mentioned in the opening, that I am a huge conspiracy theory fan. I can tell everyone that Moon People, the Journals of Lordia, did not disappoint me. The theories were well-researched and used in the right spots of the story. I love the way the novel flowed and the plot, both made for a fun and funny read. I give Moon People, the Journals of Lordia, 4.5 stars out of 5. Well, I don't need a calculator to figure this one out. Spotlighting the Indie Author Awards, Moon People, the Journals of Lordaya by Dixon Troyer. 4.5 stars out of 5. That rating earns Moon People, the Journals of Lordaya, a spot on Thunder Horse Publishing's highly recommended reading list and a round of applause. The Amazon link to purchase your copy of Moon People, the Journals of Lordaya, a sci-fi bestseller, either in ebook or paperback, can be found in the show notes. So go get your copy today and support an indie author. That's right, Nina. And besides buying the book, there are other ways to support the indie author. How, you ask? Well, let me tell you. After you read the book, whether you bought it, borrowed it from a friend, or read it standing in a bookstore, head on over to Goodreads and Review and rate it. After purchasing and reading, review and rate the book on the retail outlet you purchased the book from. Reviewing the works of an author is free to you, but is priceless to the author. That will do it for the book review of Moon People, The Journals of Lordaya by Dixon Troyer. As mentioned last week, March is MS Awareness Month. You will not want to miss our next show, airing on March 15, 2021. Joseph will sit down, spotlighting the indie author's own MS warrior, Christy Warren. They will be discussing MS, multiple sclerosis, and what it's like to live with this debilitating disease. Make sure you subscribe to Spotlighting the Indie Author on your favorite podcast platform as you don't want to miss that show. Also, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and MeWe, and coming soon to Twitter. Tweet, tweet. You can also check out our show schedule on our website. The links will be in the show notes. Till the next show, hugs and kisses. Nina. Thank you, Nina. That's going to be a hard interview to do, but I'm going to give it my best shot. I suggest every listener tell everyone that they know who suffers from MS or knows someone who does to tune into this show. The complete show will be dedicated to MS and our MS warrior, Christy Warren. Kelly, before Kay puts this show in the can, tell us what the show after Christie's will be about and when it airs. I'm out of here. Who knew, besides me, of course, that there are 1,218 peanuts in a single 28-ounce jar of Jif peanut butter. The March 22nd show is a book review of Until the Ocean Freezes by Alita Durham Clemens. The book is geared toward tweens, and one of the characters close to the main character, Lizzie, suffers from MS. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a wonderful day, and we'll catch you on the next episode. 
The opinions and or beliefs shared by any guest are not necessarily the opinions and or the beliefs of josephyclay.com and its affiliates, which includes spotlighting the indie author and the hosts of the podcast. Music used in today's podcast. Show intro, outro music, country intro for podcast by Alex Violaman, courtesy of Audio Jungle. Show background music, Never Stop Dreaming by Crescent Music, courtesy of Shutterstock Incorporated. The show notes will contain the following. Links to the books reviewed on today's show, along with the author's or guest's website, and social media accounts, if applicable. Contact information for Spotlighting the Indie Author. The link to Spotlighting the Indie Author's podcast webpage. Links to the bias of today's hosts. Links to Spotlighting the Indie Author's blog. The blog will include the sound effect credits, the technical data on the recording of today's show, and more. Links to josepheclay.com's website and blog. I'm Kay Douglas, and along with the crew of Spotlighting the Indie Author, we thank you for tuning in. This was episode number 26, a 2021 production of Spotlighting the Indie Author, a josepheclay.com podcast. <laughs>